Hello to you, this is Wise Men Say, episode 3. Uh, welcome if you've not heard us before, welcome back if you have. Hi, I'm Ben. And I am Robin, and that is three league wins in a row. Hello, this is uh, episode 3 of uh, Wise Men Say. Um, Feeling pretty good at the moment. Feels better, doesn't it, Ben? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. We're on the up. We're, we're definitely on the up. Okay, um, so we've got uh, two match reviews to do today. We're going to review our predictions from last time, make a few for uh, the upcoming Plymouth and Dagenham and Redbridge uh, away game. A few emails from people as well. One of them's quite funny. So yeah, like we've got L- a couple looking of... Looking forward to telling that story. <laughs> a couple of funny stories. We've also got some... Uh, we've made massive advances in technology and we've now got sound bites uh, from the day today. A few, uh, few different fans' views, so we'll be uh, looking to speak about them as well. Uh, aside from that... Happy listening. Yeah, enjoy. Shot is driven in, and it comes off. Perricard is in, and Swindon Town have their lead back. Just four minutes after being pegged back, Vincent Perricard puts them 2-1 in front. First league goal of the season for the striker. Time to review the uh, Walsall away game last weekend, September the 18th, at the Bescott Stadium. Didn't go, did we, Ben? No, but we have had a contribution from uh, our friend Big Mount. We, uh, we, are, we are making it to Dagenham and Redbridge next weekend, though, aren't we, Ben? No, no, we are going there. Moving on to the football. Uh, first away win of the season. Impressive stuff. Yeah, good result. Have Great result. Highlights. A fair result again as well, I'd say. And I think the feedback we've had generally is it was a fair result. Yeah, I mean, I think that um, we maybe could have made it a bit easier uh, on ourselves. Um, we seem to be, again, in the ascendancy, a 1-0 up, and then not really knowing how to, how to close the game off. And I think these are sentiments that were echoed by Malk in his, uh, in his kind of review of the game. But, I mean, you know, a great result. But maybe that's just indicative of the type of team it is. We're not, we're not going to run out and do a big three or four goal victory over someone. Yeah. Not, well, not with the current setup of the team. It's always <laughs> going to be a close fought thing. Uh, Mount makes a really good point actually in his email where he says I've been saying for a few ne- uh, sorry a few years a few years now one day we're going to absolutely spank a team out of sight if we play like this but he's still waiting <laughs> which is I think fair I mean, I suppose you know Leeds last season there's a case for saying that we spanked them but I mean three nil was it was it enough not really I wasn't happy I wanted four Ben <laughs> you always <laughs> want more I was livid um, absolutely just, livid after just, that just game. before we get into the real detail of the game itself I want to say that I think the white kit does look rather lovely. Oh, well, you know, there's a, there's a place uh, for that. Yeah, I'm, I'm liking the slight stripe down the side. Yeah. Although it does make everyone look sort of Captain's armband, uh, armband-esque, which is a bit strange. Yeah, well, it's a, you know, I mean, it did look a bit like we were playing cans of red stripe and also packets of embassy number one last weekend, didn't it? With the... Yes, on to the game. Um, I, uh, we've got um, yeah, quite a lengthy email from, uh, from Big Malk. Um, I like the start of it. He's saying, uh, you know, I had, uh, I had all intentions of not drinking before the game, but, uh, but I failed. We've all been there, haven't we? Happens every game for you, Matt. <laughs> Apparently no beer available in, uh, in the best cut either. Strange laws. Very strange laws. Um, anyway, um, in terms of performances, uh, Prutton has been, uh, has been cited as uh, getting a lot more involved. Um, for me... Um, I'm, 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 you know, after last week's... After, yeah, I mean, you know, anyone who, who heard last week's offering will, will know that I'm you know, uh, mounting some form of... Uh, Vile hate can- No, it's not happening. <laughs> Vile? You're going to burn him at the stake. <laughs> yeah. um, basically, I think what's happened... Uh, for me, he's been arriving on the scene just where the ball was, as opposed to where it is. Do you know what I mean? He's just there. Like, two seconds <laughs> if it had been there two seconds yeah. later, I would have been right up for him. <laughs> yeah. um, and also in possession, he's made a lot of, uh, a lot of bad decisions for me uh, to date. Um, but but apart- what, I've, what I've seen on those highlights, and I don't know what Mavis said because I've not actually read through the email myself, but he seems to be playing a bit more advanced. 
There yeah. seems to be some sort of understanding between him and Douglas and the I... rest of the field as to where people need to be now. The, the one thing I'm not questioning with Pratt is his willingness. I mean, I'm, I'm not questioning that, but um, I think, I think the, the, the jury's definitely still out. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, Big Malk also points out, Jay, uh, John Paul McGovern uh, was everywhere, hassling and harrying. Willingness to get on the ball, I like that. Um, JP McGovern always been quite an industrious type of player, so that's fair enough. But again, you know, is that are those the qualities that he should be showing if he's playing just behind the front too? The hassling and harrying qualities, you know. No, don't we, no, don't we want, want a passer? To, don't we want Big yeah, exactly. Kev with his guile behind <laughs> we'll the front too? Big, big Kev later on. <laughs> but I know what you're saying. You want the little man just to flick it through, link it, you know, all the link-up play, which is not really that kind of player. But maybe we're expecting too much from a League One standard kind of man in the whole. Yeah, well, I mean that's a good point, and uh, he played there a few times under Sturrock, and it. I didn't think he looked particularly good. But Sturrock wasn't the most inspirational manager. <laughs> well, yeah. His team talk was just, just go and do stuff. Um, I'm going to say that I believe Sheehan actually meant it. I think he was aiming for that small gap. <laughs> well, aiming, it was a... aiming to get the bounce just in front of the keeper as well. It was a positive uh, positive decision to, for, the, for the cross shot. Let's call it a cross uh, shot. I was going to say, um, you know, from last season, he was a great player then. The improvement in the amount of balls coming from the left-hand side and last week, and we'll follow it through later on into today's game as well. Mm. It's definitely a big bonus. You know, that's one of the clear things that he does bring to the team. I think um, it, it seemed to me like we had them on the ropes and then didn't really follow through with it, and almost Ericard flick, man. <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful. What a great move! One-two from Johnny Douglas as well, and then into the near post. Oh, Ericard, I love that. <laughs> well, just a little bit behind him, he doesn't care. He'll improvise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm easy with it. Yeah, from no, zero to hero. That was what it said on the uh, on the advert site. This big article about <laughs> how he's uh, gone from zero to hero. Yeah, I mean, Three I think, uh, to be fair, I he never really got a look in. So, I mean, we, he, he's only, really, we, we're only now at the point where he, we can even begin to start to judge him because we've not really seen enough of yeah, it. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying. I, I'm, I was probably one of the first, well, not first, sorry. I was very quick to jump on the whole, he's a big lummox of a player bandwagon. Yeah. But uh, Vince. I told you he was lovable, Vince, didn't like, I? Yeah, I know, I know the, Vince, the lovable <laughs> rogue. And that, that's not, that's without even mentioning today, which. Uh, no, 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 we get on to. But I'm going to say, Vince, you know, I'm sorry that I doubted you. If you could teach me how to do that flick sometime, that'd be brilliant, because it was a thing of beauty. He's going to he's gonna sleep a lot better tonight, now. <laughs> well, I, I don't know, because if I'm next to him, <laughs> in his room, whispering... Yeah, then he's to... probably not going to sleep a wink, because he'll if, be if anything, he's slightly scared. Yeah. Either that, or he's going to yeah, stab you multiple times <laughs> for being in his bed. <laughs> <laughs> there we are. Jamie Watt. Hello, Jamie. Um, quite a lot of continuous dialogue with Jamie. He seems like, like a good lad, and uh, is a, uh, well, I wouldn't say a fan of the podcast, but he's, he's been listening to it and giving us a good positive feedback. His prediction for the Walsall game was a draw, so you were wrong, Jamie. Ha. No, I'm only joking. Um, your, your prediction was actually very accurate. You made, uh, you made the point that you didn't necessarily expect a win, but you couldn't see us losing. And to be fair, um, you know, that's the kind of game it was. 1-1 uh, uh, could have happened. You know, dare I say it, 2-1 to Walsall could have happened, but ultimately we came away with the win, um, and I think we were the better team. Um, Jamie does also make a good point that Walsall were completely out of form uh, so maybe a good time to play them yeah just like uh, Southampton exactly match again, and Southampton match before that yeah it does say we had a few chances yeah yeah I think that the second one the one and one should have buried it shouldn't he yeah I mean a good save very close to the keeper yeah just kind of it's one of those isn't it I think a lot of one and ones you, you've almost got too much time and because yeah. football is trained oh, all the I time they're the, kind of instinctive aren't they you know time, the trained responses one thing that really annoys me yeah. <laughs> what do I do what do, do I, I do? look yeah. here do I look there some people all these people are watching me it's a separate skill and, and some players have it and some players don't uh, the other thing that uh, Big Mouth put, po- uh, points out that we uh, we also experienced in, in full voice today was the was the, f- was the Pericard tune 
Uh, and my favourite thing about that is uh, Malk says that it, um, he, he felt compelled to engineer a song that ac- accentuated our accent to the fullest. <laughs> Ooh, ah, pericar. I mean... Uh... <laughs> he, he is, he, well, sorry, I got a text from him today claiming that he started it again today. Well, He's actually going to be joining us sometime, isn't he? He will be we've joining got, us sometime. Yeah, maybe after. Oh, we've Dragon got Mash. we've got a plethora of exciting guests lined up for the forthcoming editions, haven't we, Ben? I mean, yeah, well, our, our booking agent has been working overtime. That's all I can say. <laughs> and he has pulled some, all the stops out of the bag. You won't believe some of the people we've got coming in. Uh, you really won't. You, you might yeah, not know uh, them. Uh, yeah, but well, you won't believe. Them. Well, we have to make them up. So <laughs> they can't believe. We, they can't believe them yet. Right. I was going to say, and uh, we both discussed it earlier on, the for their goal, strange punch by Lucas. Yeah, what was all that about? Again, indecision. A bit like Dosevi having too much time. But it was kind of a... It wasn't a flap, so much as a kind of... No, it was... I'm going to punch it not very convincingly. Yeah, I mean, it was a a (laughs) no-save. And Douglas has been lucky with that handball. Very lucky, yeah. I mean... I know, know. it's a a ball to hand. They They are given. They're given to you as many times as they're given against you. Douglas looked like he was uh, pulling the strings a bit, though, didn't he, again? I I think he's back, which is obviously a great thing. Yeah, and just want to make sure as well that nobody was actually hurt in the uh, the rush forward to celebrate Pericard's winner. If you were one of the people who fell over the advertising boards, we, we did have a slight chuckle, but we do hope you're okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Cadis as well um, apparently had a very good game against Walsall. Um, I was kind of uh, thinking to myself after that that maybe he's the solution to offer us our natural width, you know, because O'Brien, you know, um, he's a wide player, but, um, oh well, <laughs> is he entirely... <laughs> the whole. Is he entirely comfortable operating the wing? I don't know. Um, but, I mean, Cadiz seems, or well, at least, uh, you know, on, the, on, the, on that display, seem to, uh, seem to be quite an effective wide player, so maybe that will help offset our, our slightly narrower midfield that we, we seem to be playing. Well, and, to be fair, seems to be working. But anyway, um, yeah, I think, ultimately, that game could have gone either way. It went our way and uh, gave us a, a, a great bit of momentum. So that Definitely. was Walsall. Okay, time to review today's games. And what we did, we uh, spoke to a few people beforehand in the Merlin. Got we, a few sound bites. We've got technology now. Yeah, you see, we're going check up us in out. the world. Check us out. Ch- ch- check us out. Don't do that. <laughs> anyway, happy listening. Sorry. Hello, mate. So, uh, your name is? Ian. Ian, right, Ian. What do you think the score's going to be today? I'm quite confident. I think we'll probably do them today, to be honest. They come here making a lot of noise. They think they're going to win. I can't see it happening. I think we'll probably sneak it 1 0. 1 0. Bit of a boring game, mate. Never boring if you take three points, Ben. All right, all right. Yeah, your name, yeah? Yeah, okay. Chalky, how you doing, mate? All right? Yeah, all right. What do you think the score will be today, mate? Uh, I'd like to say we'd win, but I think we'd be good to get a draw today. If we can get past the first 20 minutes like we did last weekend, then um, we got a shout. Who's going to be a key player today? One player. My art keeper. <laughs> and your name there, mate? Uh, my name's Mark. Okay, and what do you think the score's going to be today, then, Mark? Well, I think there's going to be plenty of goals, hopefully 3 2 to the town. Both attacking teams. Plenty of goals, seriously? Yeah, yeah, because, you, know, I'm, I'm, you know, there's only one way to play when you're at home, and it's just going forward. So I think it'll be quite an open game and uh, quite exciting. All right, fantastic. Good luck. So, Johnny Mack, what's your predictions for today? Um. I think it's going to be a tough game. I think I, I'm struggling to see where the win's going to come from, but without Austin, but I think we need a big performance out of Dosovi today. We're on a hot streak, though, man. We are, but they're top of the league, man, and they play some nice stuff. Um, we've got a good record here against them, but it's still going to be tough. Prediction for the score? I'm going to go for a 1-2. I know. A man betting on losing. <laughs> He's like Lou Macari. <laughs>
That was a selection of fans in the Merlin uh, giving us their thoughts on what they thought w- uh, would happen. Quite a lot of variants there. Full spectrum. Full spectrum, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> a strange term. Well, I was going to start talking about fair, no, spectrums. Fair play to Ian for uh, guessing it correctly. Ian, spot on, mate. Well done. Yeah, well done. There's no money involved. Uh, yeah. You were going to say about uh, Mark, who we spoke to. You thought yeah, that I thought Mark's prediction, the 3-2, I can see why... Um, Mark thought it. I can see why people do think it. You know, it's almost like the threat of a good team, and you think, well, they're going to score goals. So in order to to win or get anything out of the game, we're going to have to score more than them. Hence, three yeah. two. But in actual fact, you know, if Swindon were to step up to the plate and play well, which we did, well, fantastic today, you know, mm. by far and away the better side. If we are to do that, in actual fact, we're going to have to nullify their threat, and it's actually going to end up being a tight game. So I think the nil nils and the one nils were, you know, were certainly the way I was thinking it would go. Yeah, let me see. Johnny Mack. <laughs> One, two. Yeah, yeah. I mean, your lack of faith is... Uh... <laughs> He's all right. That Darth Vader quote. It was a bit, wasn't it? Yeah. The Huddersfield fans were in quite good voice in the Merlin. They were, again, as even... Loud. And it was good-natured and good-humoured. Some of them were dressed in fancy dresses. Yeah, was like some sort of smurf affair. How, how do you feel when they start singing Wise Men Say as well? Um, violated, if I'm completely honest. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I need a shower. I feel used. <laughs> <laughs> what I would say... It's a strange thing, isn't it? It's weird, though, isn't it? Because those fans, they were proper up for it, and they were in great great voice, and then, yeah. the, you know, contrast that with the performance of the team. Yeah. You know, it, it was a deadpan performance, wasn't it? You know, um, by the amount of people they had in the Merlin, yeah. and I know the Merlin's traditionally in a way pub anyway, but um, when we got to the ground, I thought that they'd have some on the Stratton Bank. I mean, yeah. we, we were kind of saying that... Um, I suppose it's a long way down from up north. It is. Long Not from the Stratton Bank so much. No. <laughs> long way to come. Don't get vertigo on the Stratton Bank. No, you get very wet. Yeah. It's cold. It's really cold today. Yeah, what's, what's going on? Yeah, really cold. Had to wear an extra layer. Not happy about that. I was even considering <laughs> going to the club shop to buy something to make myself warmer. Remember? <laughs> and you were there drinking your bovril like an old man. Yeah, yeah, I remember. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I don't know why wistful. I was, well, was quite wistful there. That scene in Wayne's World where they get the actor in to be the, uh, the guy can, who... Can we rem- do better than this guy? <laughs> yeah, 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 I don't yeah, think yeah. you're right about it. But yeah, the game itself, um, I think suppose... That's in Wayne's World 2, actually, isn't it? Yeah, it is Wayne's World 2, yeah. Sorry. Very pal there. I'll right. pick you up on that. Um, before it, someone else does. <laughs> yeah, before someone else does. <laughs> Not really much happened in the first half for me. I mean, there was a tackle by Douglas which resulted in... What was his name? Roberts... Getting that that's right, yeah. Robert's got taken off for uh for Anthony Pilkington. Uh that's right. Um and apparently broke his arm by uh, Really? Yeah, apparently so. Four minutes of injury time at the end of the half though, wasn't there? Yeah, well it did take a while. Um Douglas won the ball, but you know, there was in <laughs> I was about to say intent there, that's wrong. There was a hint of recklessness about the challenge. Think? I think so. I think it was just a full blown challenge. I mean I'm probably gonna you know, that's that's probably not what I should be saying. And I don't think it was a yellow card, but I think the ref can say, Look, come on, um calm it down. A little bit. I think there's a case for yeah, that. Yeah, they were straight in, though, the Huddersfield players, weren't they? To, they um, yeah, I mean, they didn't have slap in. It was all about handbags, wasn't it? But there we go. It's always quite embarrassing to watch. That it kind is. Of stuff. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, and, and sort of they, 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 did a, they stayed on the floor a lot, didn't they, Huddersfield? Yeah. In fact, that was probably like the most noticeable feature of their entire game plan. That or they were going to, the yeah, being on the floor a lot and trying to, you know, and, and how is that? How was that? A, a team at or the top of the league. Kept shouting, I mean, Nancy boys. <laughs> I mean, that's funny. How is that a team at the top of the league? Yeah, the, the, the shout from the town end of uh, the constant sort of top of the league having the laugh. Fair enough. It's I mean, yeah, it's a tight league, and you know, um, we were what? 
I think, five points off top and five points off the bottom before the game. So, you know, I mean, top of the league doesn't count for that much when you put it into that context. But I thought, particularly after seeing their fans in the Merlin, who I was impressed with, I've got to yeah, say, yeah, yeah. Um, good fans I, I thought they'd give it a bit more of a go. They basically came for a draw and, and didn't deserve it and, and didn't get it, surely. Yeah, I, I thought their defenders really did well. I thought um, I thought Clark and, and McCombe, you know, in the first half, handled... Big V, quite well. Yeah, but what were we doing in the first half? For our, our attacking, there was no width. It wasn't like we are playing through the mid, uh, middle of any sort of short The most positive player was Sheehan in the first e- half. Yeah, every, everything was crossed in or when uh, fed up to Big V or Dosevi. Mm. I, I can never understand. Like when I play up fronts for a Sunday League team, I'm not brilliant by any means, but it just annoys me so much when every ball you receive from either midfield or defence is either at head height, mm. shoulder height, or just above your head height. And it's kind of like, if you're the furthest man forward, what am I going to do with this? Yeah, there were actually, Pratton got one played into him second half, didn't he? That was like waist height. So he made a good run. And, oh, uh, yeah, we'll come on to that. But yeah. I, I, it's just amazing me so much. Why just play it on the floor? I know quite often the first thought is to just hit it at head height. Yeah. From the back. Strange way of playing. But yeah, I mean, uh, you know, pretty uneventful, really, if, if truth be told. That said, though, um, at half-time, I thought we were going to nick it 1-0. I, th- I thought either team could nick it 1-0. I thought it would be a bit of a kick in the teeth if they did. I could see 0-0 as well. Couldn't see anything more than that at half-time. I could see us nicking it. I thought we were overall the better team in the first half, but I'm not saying we were by any means fantastic. I mean, because... Sheehan was positive. Caddis, I thought, would, would bring something. Um, did bring... He? he? didn't have no, a great No, no, he, 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 didn't, well, he didn't have a great game, if I'm honest. No. Uh, but anyway, um, we also chatted to some people at half-time, and uh, here is what they thought. Hello, mate. So what's your name? It's Malk. Malk, big Malk. How do you think it's going so far? Uh, not playing, uh, playing so, all right, actually. Um, not too bad. I think we've uh, held our own. I thought it'd be more of a free-flowing game, to be honest. Probably a bit more happening, but a bit of a stalemate so far. Come yeah, they're not, they're not as, um, as, as a good attacking force as I thought they were last season, definitely. Top of the league? Rubbish. Rubbish, yeah. Not the right standard. Let's see where they are in May. Right. Right. What's your name, mate? Alan. Alan, right. How do you think it's going so far, first half? Yeah, so so, a bit end to end. Yeah, we got better towards the end of the first half, yeah. I thought it would be much more of an open game. Not really happening so far. No, not really. Uh, yeah, look, a bit tight, yeah, a bit competitive. Uh, referee's been a bit. Yeah, hit and miss. Yes. Yeah, very. And he let the elbow go as well. Yeah, Peter. I got no idea. Right. What do you reckon's going to happen in the second half then? Can you see a or do you think let's hold up? If we keep playing the way we've played the last 20 minutes, I think we might nick it. I think we're quite a good side. Uh, we look quite a good side uh, towards the end. Uh, I think we're having the best of it. Hopefully we'll continue in that vein. Huddersfield look a bit dangerous on the break. Yeah. Wide. Yeah. Sorry, mate, what's your name? Richard Peterson. Richard, right. How do you think it's going first half so far? Fair result? Nil-nil? I think we're playing very well. Yeah, I think we're, we're moving the ball well across the back and we're going up through the middle very well, passing the ball around. I think it's very good. It seems to me that we're great at passing it in our own half and get up the middle, but when we get that final play... Well, yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. Are we missing someone like Charlie? Yeah, and also we need... Uh, we got somebody on the right needs to be going a bit further forward. Yeah, you've got Kev trying to do it. Yeah, but he stops, stops and brings the ball back. That's the problem. Yeah. And he, he goes right all the way back to the half-backs again. It needs to keep going up. Well, maybe we're detracting from sort of McGovern's natural width that he would provide. Playing him in the centre, who's going to provide that width? Anyone swing to mind who can do it? 
Cardiff just needs to read it a bit better. Yeah, he needs to be out. But the trouble is, we're, we're, we're compressing the middle again. Right, we did it Warsaw last week. And uh, it seems to be the way we're playing at the moment. And I, I, I would like to see a, so a bit more width on the right-hand side. We got on the left, we need on the right. And it'll spread the back, their, their backs a bit, bit wider. And let us go in. And that's what's not happening. It's a good we're hitting a wall. We yeah. seem to be hitting a wall and that stops. It's a good formation for containing me. Yeah. But it doesn't really seem to create no, that no, many no, no. Anyway, predictions for second half. Can we win it? Yes. <laughs> we have to. But it's going to be close. Oh, yeah. Close. Yeah, 1-0. 1-0. All right. Fantastic. Cheers, mate. Yeah. Uh, some pretty, uh, pretty poignant uh, words there from uh, a few... Uh, few different sources. Yeah, I hope, hope you can hear that all right. We're still trying to get grips with the uh, the technology we've just acquired. Yeah. Obviously, a lot of crowd noise in the background. I, I did ask everyone to be quiet, but I got a few stern looks. Yeah, it's like the pool table's just been reclothed, and we're, we're not we're not yet at ease with the pace of the white. It, it's exactly like that. Yeah, that's my sporting analogy for the day. No, but some good it's points, pool right? of sport, huh? <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> It's pool of sport. Uh, stick sports don't really count. It's dance of sport. <laughs> it's poker of sport. No, it's like motor racing, not sport. Poker and motor racing. Exactly the same thing. Poker racing. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Uh, Malk, good points. Yeah, absolutely. Top of the league, having a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I do like. Um, I do like the kind of <laughs> big cab ventures too far forward down the right and then has to turn back. Oh, the point made by Alan. <laughs> yeah, but it's a good point. Uh, sorry, made by uh, Richard. Yeah, it's a good point. But something <laughs> he gets there. What am I to do? Yeah, yeah. I've I've run all this distance. He, you know, he'll he'll knock the ball quite quite away in front of him, catch it up, and then he'll look quite menacing. And it's like if you take if you take a confident next touch, maybe cut in or mm. you know commit somebody, but he doesn't do that. But well, while we're on the subject of, uh, of the right hand side, Cadiz. Yeah, he looked ineffective today, which is strange because I I, I saw. Let, him... Let's be fair. Here. He looked ineffective. And I think he looked ineffective because it's just not his position. It's not. I don't no. think it's his ability as a footballer. Some people are clearly defenders, and some people have that ability to to get past him. I think there was a bit in the second half where he's up in, just on the edge of the penalty pon- uh, pe- box. Sorry, penalty. The penalty box. Yeah. And uh, you just want him to just to knock it past or just drink, just to get the cross in, but he's, he, he doesn't know what to do. I mean, for, yeah, for me, there, there's talk of this midfield being a diamond. I, I can see that, but also for me, it's not. It's it's more of a four-three-one-two, and I think with that, you know. The uh, the midfielders, the the guy on the right who happens to be Cadis, isn't going to get the width or isn't the width was coming from Big Kev who turns back gets a nosebleed and Sheehan who was excellent first Sheehan, half and, and excellent second and, half. You know, to be fair to Prutton, Prutton's working quite well on the left. Working hard, he's um, running into the right spots. Yeah, make, I, I think just it's 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 his decisions in possession that are still questionable for me. And I think uh, you know by all accounts he had a, he had a good game against Walsall, a combative kind of bits and pieces type of game, but. I mean, I, I don't know whether we're ever going to get anything more from him than that, if I'm honest. You know, it, I think his, his, his confidence and his, his ability in possession will improve, and I think he'll start to make a few better decisions when he's got the ball. Mm. But aside from that, he's not, he's not ever going to run things from, from midfield. Is he? I don't know. No, I, I, I can't. You just we got an email, by the way, um, David Bullock. Thanks, again, uh, thanks for emailing in um, last week. And David, you know, gave me a bit of a rap on the knuckles for, for, being, for being a little bit harsh on the uh, <laughs> hate campaign. Yeah. And, Put uh, the placards down. You know, I want him to do well for town as much as anyone does. And, you know, I don't think he's necessarily doing badly, but I think it's a kind of that almost anti, anti-climax. anti Yeah, that's it. I think there's just a lot of expectation. Yeah. You, you, you've heard the name before Swindon. You heard the name in the Premier League. Not like he was a Premier League superstar, but you kind of think, wow. Yeah. With his flamboyant touches. But the flamboyant touches are coming from Big V instead. Of course. And, and Kev, of course. Now, the thing with no, Big... Let, let, yeah, there's two things to discuss there. I think, one, Perricard was named man of the match. And as I said earlier on, 
I'm not a big fan of the sort of the big lummox type football player, and that's what I'd rather, rather harshly labelled him <laughs> as. I, I've jumped. You to did. Sort of you, I told and you, I, and I will make a full about turn their captain or U turn or whatever. Um, he was brilliant today. Yeah. You know, and it wasn't. He used his size to create havoc. He really did create havoc. Yeah, he did. Um, and you could, and every time the ball bounced up or anything like that, and he'd go for the defenders were scared. Here's it, um, and you could have made a case for Morrison getting man of the match again. You could have made a case. Yeah, but you know he's probably got no room left on his mantelpiece now. Fantastic or, stuff again from. I mean, you know, we'll, we'll come we, on to the goal, but yeah, you, all round commanding it, performance. We'll someone's someone's going to have a proper look at him, aren't they? Soon, uh, the way he's playing. <laughs> I mean, the, the, you know, he was brilliant today. He won everything. It's a strange uh, sort of feeling, isn't it? Because you you want people to do well. And yeah. he's like, just not too well. Yeah. Or uh, don't just don't show the games on TV. Yeah. If you do that, that'd be brilliant. <laughs> it's like a media blackout kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, I got a good theory about Big Kev as well. I think that you know, um, when he's when he's venturing forward in possession of the ball, that's where you're not going to see um, any creative flair. But when he's in some sort of position where he's getting closed down and he's oh, only he's nice. only got a couple of uh, a couple of you know and a half a foot to to play with, he just. He, he, he taps into his reserve. He t- taps into his wealth of create. He just him. zones out. <laughs> he, he he gets the full. Yeah, I don't yeah. Get the ball. Every, the play slows just down. Every, it's like the Matrix. Do. He knows what to do. <laughs> that ball it went over him and he stretched and he's managed to keep it in and then he's flicked it past. I mean, we we are of course referring to the the, the fantastic, the, the fastic, you know, the best piece of wing play we've seen all day came from Big Kev, the creative force. I love it. the way he patrols that touchdown like a. Hungry cougar. People, people, people <laughs> mock the creative force theory, but I I'm telling it. you, it's that he taps into it, but he can only do it if he's under pressure, if he's second favourite, if he's got the yeah. ball and he's advancing with it. He can't tap into he, it. He then, it's like survival instinct, you know. <laughs> he has to, he has to be under the cosh before he before he fights back, and yeah, then I know what you mean. Uh, it is. It's completely that. He's got it all there with him. It was uh, two lovely bits of play. You should today. coach McGovern how to be a better number ten. Basically, this is how what you do: just pretend that you're about to get killed or something. And then you take him over there. I mean, I'm not sure if that impression should ever be done again. <laughs> Probably the best impression ever. I'm yeah, also a good friend of Kev. You know what I love about it as well is that after he'd done that first bit of skill, and because ev- everyone, everyone applauded that. Yeah, that fantastic. fantastic yeah, yeah. Absolutely fantastic. And then you saw him come back, and obviously he looks across to, because I think it was Sheen who played the really bad ball. Yeah, yeah. And then he kind of looked across to Sheen, and you could see he's clearly smiling. <laughs> is that I all you've got? That's. I, <laughs> I love the fact that he just plays with such a smile on his face. Um, If someone could tell us why he's wearing this bandage, uh, we've got theories abound when we're sitting there as to what that bandage prevents him from doing. Nothing smutty or dirty, but we think it may have ruined his all-time favourite activity of colouring in and and painting, (laughs) which is his favourite pastime. Yeah, it's quite a nice thought. Um, Okay, back to the second half. Second half, we were the ones in the ascendancy. We were looking like we were going to win the game. And you know what? We bloody did. Yeah, we did. And, And, you know, the goal was a long time coming. Yeah, he snuck chances. it in, really. It wasn't really a bullet, was it? Snuck it into the but corner. Oh, yeah, good connection Down on it. Down low into the corner. Absolutely. Oh, and it's definitely been coming. And, um, I'm so glad he got it as well, because, again, I, I love the fact that you don't question his authority. You know, he's not that vocal, but he's there, and he's big, and he wins yeah. stuff. You okay, know. I've said it before. Morrison, I'm talking about, by the way. Not big Kev still. No. I was talking about Kev. I'm joking. We're not talking about Kev. But I get annoyed with, and I'm not just talking about fans of Swindon, but just football fans in general, when... They watch a game, and because of the sort of the bias towards their team, they quite often will see that any sort of result that goes against them or any draw that they should have won 
it's always an unfair result. Mm. But and so I sort of tend to stray away from doing that sort of thing. But for today, but today, today yeah. nil say, nil wouldn't have been fair. Because, nil nil wouldn't have just been because fair. of Huddersfield's, if not because of the fact that we have more of the ball, because we we desire, were look, yeah desire uh, Huddersfield's negativity as well. They didn't deserve a point from that. I'm sorry, but they didn't. No, you know, no, no. They had one chance near the beginning, um, yeah. which. Perhaps if it had been on his stronger foot, might have might have uh, been converted. But aside from that, we we were the better side. Um, I take the point about the width as well. I'd yeah. like I'd like a bit of width as well. But at the end of the day, that's three league wins in a row. If it's not broke, you can't yeah. really try and fix it, can you? I, I think that this this formation is never going to get us a hatful of chances and goals. No, what it's going to do is win in an official. And and, and where's the width going to come from anyway? I mean, O'Brien. Big we... Kev. Oh, O'Brien. This is something <laughs> we need to talk. about. I mean, uh, I d- and again, you know, uh, full respect to anyone who plays for the town. Uh, O'Brien looked lost when he came on though didn't he there was that bit where he didn't even look at where the ball was going no. and just someone else got it but he, he did look like he, as if he didn't quite know what was going on no he. Some... I do like uh, reading this week's David Putton's revelations that O'Brien has got his own name tattooed across his chest or his, his yeah that's right that. David, David Putton's been uh... not David Putton's got his own name but O'Brien also. O'Brien's got his name yeah um, or, which is gets... fair enough you know. useful in case he gets lost yeah <laughs> Runs down a dark alley too quickly. Uh, but I mean, you know, I don't think we're. I don't think we're putting quite enough emphasis on what we've just. You know, we've beat. We beat the top of the league side. I know it's early days. It's a tight league and what have you. But I mean, one nil. That's a great result, isn't it? It is a great result. Absolutely. But, uh, not trying to put a dampener or anything like that. But did they turn up? Did Do you know what you they... can? You can make a case for the last three results all being uh, Walsall. I don't know whether they're going to completely slump now, but their form's been terrible before we played them. Southampton, obviously, we all know about the problems there. And yeah, Huddersfield, you could say, well, they didn't turn up. It was just one of those. But that would be hugely negative to kind of, you know... um, Maybe quite, sorry, quiet efficiency is just the method of our team. Quiet efficiency, I like it. I can't say it, but I like it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it's ever going to be fireworks and glory. There's not going to be massive results. It's just going to be kind of clinical take. Well, I mean, grinding stuff. Big Malk is still waiting for us to truly tump a team. Maybe a Pratt and hat trick. You know that that's the way that we tump a team. And a pericard handstand. Yeah. <laughs> and a drawing by Big Kev. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that's Southampton anyway. Southampton? No. <laughs> <laughs> that's Huddersfield. <laughs> yeah, that's Huddersfield. I think we deserved it, but it was a good game. I thought two very good sides. You know, the first half was nip and tuck, but like I said, the second half was uh, it belonged to us. We've had an email in from um, a lad called Max Thornton, uh, telling us of a, a, uh, <laughs> a of a work experience uh, story at the county ground. Fifteen years old, with football in the community. Uh, so him and uh, his peers, I guess, uh, got to do that. And uh, he says they spent most of their time sat in the office, telling shite jokes, uh, somehow revolving around the boss's lack of hair, Andy King's penchant for F's and C's, and occasionally leaving the office um, to teach school kids. How to play football. That already sounds pretty good to me. Yeah, it sounds like good fun. My kind of work experience. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so this is a, it's a great little story um, with, a, with, a, with a savage twist in the tail. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so uh, Max firstly points out that on his last day of the county ground experience, his mum had somehow managed to get him a, um, a day with Dick Mackey, a legendary uh, Swindon Town physio, and he was, need- needless to say, very excited. Uh, rolled up to the front entrance of the ground where Dick was waiting uh, with an injured number 10. It was only Miglia Ramsey, Ben. He played with David Beckham. He did indeed. He was, he was one of those, wasn't he? Very silky, um, but sometimes woefully ineffective. Is that harsh? I just love the... 
He's Brazilian, so he's got to be good. <laughs> <laughs> they were kind of dark days for me, that, that team. Yeah, um, one of the greatest of teams. Anyway, Max, obviously, going through this story, you do, you do think, well, we did have quite a good few players. Yeah. So, so uh, that was his favourite player. So, you know, he's 15 years old. He's already yeah, very, very excited. Probably got very, his poster on his wall. Yeah, almost, almost certainly. Uh, very excited. 20-minute drive to the Liddington training facility. And at that point, um, Max... In, 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 uh, in the plush murk. In the in the yeah, in the plush murk of uh, Stefani uh, Miglioranzi, I mean, you know, that that's not too bad. Yeah. I like this trip down memory lane. He was in awe of all the players. Reece Evans, the then the England under twenty one keeper, Super Sam Parkin, hey. and uh, my personal favourite. I like this. Sammy Igo was there pinging free kicks in from miles out. Well, you know what I always loved about Sammy Igo is that he looked about twelve years old. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, um, diminutive. Very diminutive, yeah, but um, I think you were saying earlier, Ben, you know, um, League One, you don't always have to be traditionally yeah. physical no, uh, well, to I succeed. Physical league, but, uh... but I remember I remember one time I saw Semi go and he scored a free kick from at least 40 yards out. It kind of bounced before it reached the goal line, but it still went in. It was still very accurate. <laughs> <You know? laughs> still a goal. Still yeah. <laughs> no, it was good. He, he, <laughs> he curled it around uh, from quite a central position. Does that, uh, anyone remember that game? He was, I think it was his first or second season. Um and it was from miles out, honestly. It was, uh, it was a really, really impressive free kick. Anyway, um, so Max is cl- clearly having one of the days of his life, uh, having a good old laugh uh, with the gaffer, made even better by Miglioranzi telling him he looks a lot like Ariel Ortega, um, which I'm, you know... Which is, is that a compliment? Well, I mean, I'm sure it is to a 15 Even though, well, I suppose, I suppose you didn't say played like him, did he? No, you look Just like him. What you mean? Like him. Okay. I mean, you look a bit yeah. like Nuno Gomez, don't you, Ben? Um, uh, it has been. Necessarily play like him. Melanie Sykes. Well, I look a bit like David Baddiel and I play just like him, so, you know. We... <laughs> <laughs> Can't have you know, it all. There's no rhyme or reason to lookalikes and playing yeah. ability. Anyway, um, he also says that um, running around the field, he ran uh, straight into uh, a big and sturdy Matty Hayward. He fell. Um, Matty Hayward stays, stayed standing. Um, anyway, this is all a very nice sort of, uh, you know, trip down memory lane, and it's all, all very, very nice. But um, Max has saved the best for last. Uh, he's actually signed his email, uh, much love and scarred for life. Um, why was he scarred for life, Ben? Do you know? I, I almost don't want to say. <laughs> <laughs> basically, um, um, he's gone Max, into the changing rooms. He's gone into the changing rooms and he's basically been confronted with a full frontal nude uh, cherry eyeball. <laughs> yeah, and this isn't a kind of just a glancing in the background, but a sort of walking towards um, w- eye contact, y- full eye contact with with in in Max's own words. A massive, massive schlong <laughs> on display. Um, so there we go. I mean, what what can you say? He he says he's scuffed. Like Max, um, listen, mate, you're a man in your own right. Okay, you're, you know, if you're <laughs> ever you know, at fifteen, that's going to be quite intimidating. I hope he didn't. What if Eiffel wanted to shake hands? Well, <laughs> could you do that? I mean, you know, um, Max has, has basically said that he reckons Eiffel must have been the uh, the envy of the changing rooms. Uh, for me. Maybe a reason for his seeming inability to pass a ball. Maybe he was always a little bit off balance, you know? I'm going to do it. I'm going to have to do the joke. Go on. You know, that day, yeah. Max quite literally yeah. got an eyeful. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> oh, come on. That's good. Yeah. Right. <laughs> if I just say yeah a yeah. lot more times, that yeah. kind of validates your joke. But um, Max, as I say, you're a man in your own right if you're ever, you know. Well, um, I don't think that was ever a question. <laughs> well, you know, I, I just don't want him to, you know, feel you know, intimidated. Feel like he can't step up to the plate when he's, when he's in the lady zone. <laughs> <laughs> you're going down a route here. You don't need to go down. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I, I can see where he's coming from. I, I'd be intimidated as a 15-year-old to be confronted with, you know, he's a big player. Not... Massive player. Well, Girl apparently. 
you know, he's a, he's a big guy. Well, I mean, you know, we uh, we always used to say that if he could kick a ball straight, is uh, if he could pass, he'd be in the well, at least championship, maybe even Premier League. Maybe yeah. you just maybe that's kind of a bit. You know, maybe because he's a town player, you kind of say that sort of thing. Rose but I always liked him. You know, I mean, I, do, I, do you like him even more now you know this? I'm uh, I'm I'm indifferent to that, but it's a great <laughs> story. And and Max, thanks a lot Thank for you, emailing man. that in because that is a, that's a really good story. We'd like to hear from uh, from any sort of funny stories you have like that. But any t- any Todgers you've seen? <laughs> no, have, have you seen Andy King's balls? <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Okay, so upcoming matches. Um, we have Plymouth, Tuesday the 28th, at home. Uh, we're then away at Dagenham and Redbridge, uh, where, where we're going. Yes, we are. And uh, Away the lads, man. <laughs> that's quite interesting, actually, isn't it? We've got Plymouth, who came down. We've got Dagenham and Redbridge, who, uh, who went up. Torquay just went around. Torquay just went around, yeah. Yeah. Like the Beach Boys. So, yeah, those three matches, and uh, we're looking to release the next podcast on... Thursday the seventh of October. Yeah, should be ready by then. You know, yeah, once a, a midweek. If we can, if we can push it through the the red tape and the Plymouth Argyle. So, having coming down there, how how are they doing at the moment? Well, they've been a little bit inconsistent. Uh, they've had a couple of good results. They had a good result against uh, against Sheffield Wednesday. They drew today. Um, they? they drew today against Rochdale, which is a, a good result for them. But you know, do you know what? I mean, uh, you know, we're how can we predict anything but a win? Yeah, I'm going to say right. I'll, a I'll lovely get, night the... game as well, where the ball well, zips I around. I can't go because I'm going to the Wyvern to watch um, Kevin Bridges, a comedian, booked way before the season started, and it's one of those can't really negotiate. And I, I do want to see him to be fair. But just justifying my, my case for everyone. All right, I've got an excuse. Tell us more about uh, Kevin Bridges and your um, you know predicament. Uh, going back to my prediction uh, for the Plymouth match, I'm going to say this is going to be one where we actually open it up, Bass. This is the thing that Mount's been waiting for. This is the hammering. Okay, you ready? Yeah, go on. 3-1. 3-1. Three, one. Three, one. All right, well, do you know what? Go on, okay, go on, go on. Then. I'll take your 3-1 and I'll raise you. Uh, a minus no. opposition goal. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So three nil. I thought you were going to be ludicrous. Say four one. No, three nil. I would have laughed in your face. Okay. So it was your team three nil. Three nil. Okay. Well, Dagenham and Redbridge. Now they are firmly rooted to the bottom, aren't they? Yeah, I think they're. Yeah, I think they're second bottom on goal difference. Um, but anyway, yeah. Again, so, to use the old, uh, should be a bit of shooting practice. Yeah. Hey? I, d- I don't know whether we can get quite that complacent yet, but um, let me just. Uh, Check how massively accurate I am. Oh, I was right. Second bottom on. Oh, no, not even on goal difference, just on. I don't know what Crapless. that's on. Alphabeticism. Don't be so alphabeticist. Yeah, okay. Um, sorry. Uh, so, what are you going to say? Losing it a bit. It's the point in the night where the beer's starting to kick in. Um, I, I'm saying 2 0. Oh, that's what I was going to go for. Well, I went first. What? And you know the rules. <laughs> so don't need to give me that look. The real serious look. All right, fine. I'm going to say 3 1 again. It's the beer again, mate. Yeah. It's the beer again. What okay. can I say? Beer. So Ma- man's okay. enemy. So uh, I said 1 3, and you said nil 2. Yeah, so we both, we were both, you know, we just shif- shifted it on a bit. But uh, yeah, we should be going to that game. Might see a few of you there. We will be looking for sound bites mid game. Yeah, we'll be there. Uh, we'll be stood next to the unfeasibly tall guy. Yeah, although we're pretty tall ourselves, aren't we, really? Just look for tall guys. Yeah, just look for tall guys. Um, anyway, uh, and then Torquay. Um, we have Torquay uh, on the uh, the following Monday, I believe. See, I think these are always difficult ones to predict as well. Absolutely. Matches. Yeah. It's the magic of the Johnston's paint trophy. I tell a lie. Well, it is on Tuesday. Tuesday, the 5th of October. Predict. Uh, cut match, night game. Torquay, division below. Not great. Us, kind of on a roll. 3-0. Okay, three. I'm going 4-0. 
Ooh. I, I really am. Mate. Um, so basically, that's our predictions. We're going we're gonna to tie it up now. Ben is currently 3-2 up on account of that wonderful spot on he got today. But I'm not yeah, gonna, You've got to be in it to win it. I'm not going to begrudge him that because I'm pretty happy with the 1-0. Yeah, yeah, my spot on was pretty awesome. You, uh, I, mean, I don't you, know where I get it from, to be honest. This clairvoyance just scares me. <laughs> You're more awesome than awesome <laughs> <laughs> uh, Is there a prize for winning over the course of the season or is it just pride? Um, or bragging rights between us? <laughs> yeah, I'll get you a pint. If you win. So this is worth a pint. Yeah. I have to talk to you for the rest of the season. And the bragging rights. And the bragging rights. And the bragging rights worth something. And that was episode three uh, of Wise Men Say. I hope you've enjoyed it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, It's been a a great day. Yeah, Uh, we're we're very happy. Three league wins in a row. Got what we deserved. We're going places, man. We really are. Um, Please. Yeah, we'd we'd love to hear from you still. Uh, Email address is the same as always. Wisemensay at live.co.uk. As always, uh, taking on people's feedback. Yeah. Dropped a few jingles. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> anyway, um, thanks to anyone who's emailed in. Uh, thanks in particular to Jamie Watt, who's, uh, who's, uh, who's been great. And uh, hopefully uh, against Torquay, um, in a couple of weeks' time, you'll get that start for Nathan Thompson that, you've, uh, that you mentioned. David Bullock, thanks for emailing in. Yeah, thanks, Big David. Big always thanks for co- uh, contributing the people we met in the Merlin. <laughs> the Merlin our, people. The Merlin people, those who met at half Are time. you part of the Merlin <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much to all of you. Um, just a quick note to say as well, from those of you who are planning on emailing in, we didn't do a blast from the past section today, but we are looking to do one for the next podcast. We're yep. going to do it on Mark Walters. We're going to do it. I, well, basically, the reason we didn't do it is because me and Ben had a bit of a hissy fight about who to do it over. Um, I eventually won. Um, I won the fight, but I let him choose. Yeah, ben, ben won the fight, but I won the uh, the moral high ground after losing the fight. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to do it on Mark Walters. So we'd love to hear from you. As always, email address is the same. Wise men say at live.co.uk. Not in any funny voice, because we don't need that sort of. Exactly. Shenanigans. We'll speak to you next time. All right. Bye. Cheerio.